a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Out Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is rubber band Matt. Matt, how are you doing? Ahoy, Xander. Doing doing fine. We got uh, we got Kami Enru angry outside. Uh, apologies if any uh, thunder comes through. <laughs> I hear there's a, a, a storm brewing, especially in these chapters. Whoa. Whoa transition yeah. <laughs> transition yeah we've got chapters 280 to 291 we're so close to the end so we're, we're about to see the end of of the fight right i <laughs> no i was that's point too much i was really expecting the luffy enru fight to be short based on what people had said it's like yeah he's you know he's lightning luffy's rubber guess how that goes I'm like oh okay so like and, and with especially how the last chapters end it's like okay that's got to end pretty quick right it's not going to be like another while and then you're telling me oh there's like 20 more chapters in skypea <laughs> really no wonder everyone hates this arc it's a very good arc um when it is you know it's um it's Schrodinger's arc. It's good when you just don't look at it too hard or at all, really. There's there's a lot of things in theory and <laughs> some things also not good in theory. And then in execution, they're they're elsewise. And yeah. we talk we talk a lot about Shonen where they're not really doing anything particularly unique. They're just executing well. Um, like Kimetsu no Yaiba Demon Slayer is a pretty good example of this. Uh, but yeah, when when something's trying something new and it doesn't work out, it just feels real bad. <laughs> it feels a little bad. But hey, it's something new and that is why it's good. If executed a little bad or very bad at times. But are you excited to get into it? Oh, I'm definitely excited to get through this. <laughs> get through it. All right. Well, we need you to backtrack a bit. Where did we end off? So where we end ended off was with the great panel of uh, Luffy punching Kami Enru and Kami Enru getting up. Go, I'm in pain. What the f- what in the world is going on? <laughs> We're aboard the great arc Maxim because we had to give it an ambiguous name so you wouldn't know what we were talking about for a while. Uh, and we're we're having a fight on the deck of the ship. So that's where we, we start off with chapter 280 is Kami Eniru is just floored. He's like, what are you? And we have Nami there because she's witnessing this whole fight, giving kind of like a peanut gallery to it. We because... have to have the peanut gallery. It's a staple right now. We're We're getting <sighs> less of it right now. We have an audience of one. See, it's probably the final one, maybe. Yeah, um. <laughs> It's your favorite part season, of the series. Yeah, it's it's definitely not something we bitched about all the time in season one. Um, or that, you know, it's one of those things I hate in other shonens too when they do it. Uh, but anyway, she she realizes that uh, rubber doesn't exist on the white white, which seems kind of weird considering all the stuff like Conus's dad does. Uh, and I know he has a name. I just have not bothered learning it. I really didn't think he'd be that uh, that important. 
<laughs> but it's like it, really they haven't invented rubber in this area in this thing like they have no rubber trees no none of that uh, where, oh, where are they okay. gonna get rubber trees from the vars i don't know like you have whole islands getting shoved up and apparently there's other islands that have other things like the idea that she can make the blanket statement on the white white there's no rubber is pretty crazy to me well you know and Elle's like rubber, like he's like he's like what the fuck is a rubber? And I was like, wait, I get it, rubber doesn't exist. She's she's inferring it, so who knows if it's true? But probably it's not common, like especially since it seems like the Sky Islands are more or less very separate and seems difficult to travel between. Like, Enel has a boat that seems to just fly, so that kind of makes sense why they can uh, travel though i don't know they didn't have the boat there they didn't know they, they, they had here. to build the boat they built it here because they needed all the gold for it which uh, is something else we learned last chapter but people talk about island hopping i mean uh ganfor's first assumption was that they island hopped over yeah it just doesn't seem like a very common place thing at least it doesn't seem like it given that it doesn't seem like there have been enough tra- no i guess they have enough travelers they have a tollway why yeah, would they have a, a tollway if they don't way. have enough travel you know what hoops I know nothing. You're the one piece expert. We've established this episode Look, one. We're asking <laughs> for consistency from a child's comic book. <laughs> anyway, uh, mantra activate go predict all attacks smack with stick. So, you know, if lightning doesn't work, you can use a stick. Good old stick. But, you know, sticks aren't like super useful on Luffy because it just bounces. Luffy's punches aren't able to hit uh, Kami Enru when he turns to lightning, which is weird because he was hitting him earlier. So it's like, why does it work now this way? I don't know, because I guess it's it works now. I, it doesn't I work think anymore. My my thought process is that Inaru is more control like controlling and is moving themselves out of the way of the punches, like making holes in himself with lightning and stuff. Yeah, is the only thing I could do it, think of is like they can do that like much easier when they're like full lightning form or whatever, rather than when they're looking like a person. But that's but, actually yeah. a very good question, honestly. Yeah, because he because he hit him earlier. So it's like, OK, well, like the the rubber is able to like move around the lightning and, and not care. But yeah, so uh, eventually Kamianaru decides like it doesn't matter because Luffy is a mere. Uh, he's he's like, OK, so it's a mere paramythia because it, uh, he basically maintains his original shape. So it doesn't matter what rubber is, which that's like kind of a drop, uh, a big drop there that he's like. He decides he's a he's a paramethia because he's maintaining his original shape. So like it, I guess like that's kind of the difference between like that's part one of the differences, I guess, between like the Logias and the Paramethias. Yeah. Uh, which I know end of last recording, we talked about like the swap to Paramethia, but they use that in the in the table at the end of this chapter. I think that's just like a Viz translation thing. I think it's just a Zoro thing. Yeah, Zorro, so Zorro I asked thing. around because I was like, I've never seen this. But granted, my brain could have just been auto-correcting it to Paramecia for, like, which seems like what most likely is happening. Because I'm like, I've never seen this. Why is it Enel's the only one who's been saying this? Because chapters prior were Paramecia. So they changed it mid, and apparently, like, it stays as Paramecia for a while, and it seems inconsistent with the translation, depending on the chapter. So I'm like, oh, that's... I thought there was something and it was nothing <laughs> and that's okay. Okay. So, and I mean, I thought it was something too. Cause I'm like, Oh, he's, he's using something different than that. Yeah. It's, 
other people are saying using Paramethia now. But yeah, no, that that is a difference though that you're pointing out. That is one difference, right? Like, oh, Inaru's whole body can essentially change shape and become lightning. Like Luffy do- can't turn on and off their rubber. They're just rubber. I don't know what else like that could like maybe they are Logia. No, they're Paramecia. That's answered in the uh SBS, literally in the at the end of this particular chapter. <laughs> yeah. We're we're gonna get to we're gonna go over the table of all the the fruits later because at the end of this chapter there's a a table of fruits because we're about to go over uh, another devil fruit power that i also want to point out is utter bullshit (laughs) uh somehow Uh the the power of lightning lets him reforge his staff into a trident yeah yeah, yeah. because it's like lightning yeah yeah so so he he heats the metal right right with with the power of lightning and then with like lightning shapes it and then with lightning cools it lightning yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i um, always just took it as just like okay it's some probably weird sky metal don't worry about it it's cool <laughs> but it's, it's not because of whatever happens later i mean it's kind of cool shape and metal but, with lightning dope as fuck but makami enru's <laughs> explanation of it is Think of it as lightning in a form. Now, no, I will. I I will they, not. They control and shape lightning. Have you not seen their body turn to lightning? They're just like, ooh, I'm lightning now. No, Clearly they can shape lightning to look like anything, like a trident. <laughs> it's a little silly, but it's very good. Well, here, here's another piece. Here's another piece of bullshit. Is uh-huh. um. He's able to like travel through the gold in the ship and basically teleport. And yeah, his yeah. his gold staff conducts and, electricity. Yeah. They're, it's like infamous. But his staff and, and clothes go with him. Like, why doesn't he come pop out naked? Because, no, you don't understand. His clothes are lightning. That's his flesh. Or lightning flesh, I guess. It's like the Sylveon. Flesh ribbon. because think about it smoker's clothes change crocodile's clothes turn the sand this is some harry potter (laughs) bullshit anyway so the arc is the arc is also starting to move and it's moving along to skypea's destruction skypea's destruction like nami keeps going back and forth between like the helpful peanut gallery and oh no i'm flabbergasted with like my white eyes and Luffy tells her to quit worrying because your crewmate of the future pirate king act like it. Yeah, he's like, stop being pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of harsh. It. I mean, she's been basically almost catatonic just going along with stuff for the past like four or five chapters. It's frankly, it's gotten a bit old. <laughs> yeah. And Luffy's like, hey, stop it. <laughs> we got we got to be fun. But we actually we get what I think is one of the most really important moments in this mm-hmm. is Kami Enru asks King of what? And Luffy says of the majestic oceans of the world. And that's interesting because like the white sea and white white sea are technically seas, of the seas. And it's also the first time we've really gotten a further idea for Luffy's dream beyond just acquiring the title of Pirate King. Like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, you. Ca- oh, my. Yeah. It's very good. We get to see more of it. Mystery told you later. I I can't. I'm so cl- God damn it. Oh, 
Oh, there is there is the whole like there's more to Luffy's dream than yes, just there yeah. is, and I'm so glad you caught it so early <laughs> because there are so many people who had no idea until <laughs> until someone pointed it out like a handful of months ago. Well, his, his stated goal has always felt kind of shallow, especially in comparison to everyone else who always has like a much a much larger dream. Yeah, well, uh, we know what they want to be. We don't know what yeah. Luffy's dream is. I don't think he's said like being Pirate King's my dream. They're just like I'm the I'm going to be Pirate King. They're just like that's what I'm going to be. Yeah, is that a dream? Uh, yeah, but what does that mean? It's exactly bigger. like it's it's very vague. It's like okay, and he's very set on getting the One Piece. But is that just? But that seems to be he's only really seemed focused on the One Piece as a step along the way to becoming Pirate King. Mm-hmm. Like if it. He's it's not like there's a hidden treasure out there. I want to find it. It's I want to be Pirate King, so I have to find the One Piece. So it's like, okay, but why do you want to be Pirate King? It's like, well, it it, like what does that entail to even mean Pirate King? Yeah, and we get a bit of a glimpse. Yeah, but I'm I'm also very curious. It hasn't been answered. Wait, in in 800 chapters, I'm not going to have a better idea of Luffy as a character. Well, you will like Luffy as a character grows and it's so good. I like um, when we get to the the very good arc Dress Rosa um, for me, Dress Rosa is another Sky Pia, uh, but I am alone in this. I think you'll really like uh, Luffy in Dress Rosa. And I mean, every arc Luffy is very good. We get to see those moments like we saw here. We get a bit here. We get like Drum Island, I think, was the most. Uh, uh, Drum Island was a big Luffy um, character growth moment, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very big moment. I was I was trying not to say important because I'm like, it's not important, but it is a big moment. But we just don't know the dream. Yeah. And in this saga, we got payoff for Drum Island in Jaya. But yeah. in but in the Skypea arc of the saga, we I really felt like we haven't gotten much Luffy character building. And. I feel like we're getting it here, which is nice, but yeah, it, it feels a little late. It's a little bit. Yeah, it's a little late. That's that's the perfect way of putting it. Like the end of Skypea, very good. Uh, getting to here is a little rough because um, I'm, I'm I constantly flip flop on Skypea. We've, we've you've mentioned this to me many times. I think we've said it on the show. I've said it on the show where I'm like, oh, Skypea good. Now Skypea sucks. Reading through Skypea, I flip flop on Skypea. <laughs> It's and I'm not even this, done with it. This is Skypea. You are experiencing Skypea and it is a, a beautiful thing because it doesn't get better. <laughs> the more times you read it, it's kind of the same. And that's kind of beautiful in a way. But let's let's continue with this good and L fight. Yeah. So at, at the end of this chapter, because this is still just the end of chapter 280, we get an SBS where someone uh, asks like, you know, hey, they, they mentioned Paramethia, they mentioned Logia, like, what does it all mean? Um, and Odia just puts out a giant chart of all of the uh, of all the devil fruits. We'll go back over it at the end of this. I, I can't wait. I, I have a I have a note at the end of my notes to circle back to it. So Star Chapter 281, the Ark is now stewing death clouds. It has enacted the plan death pia death pia the plan to create a bunch of lightning clouds and just create the environment where he can rain death lasers all across skypia 
why this, so this was his plan to sink Skypea was just a lot of lightning no like oh we we need to take out some floatstone or anything no i'm just going to keep sky lasering it until it breaks <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do there yeah we'll get we'll get to some stuff about coming <laughs> later uh conus continues her evacuation of angel grove and and luffy says you know just because you're the kami doesn't mean you can kill everyone it's like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> so Luffy, Luffy is now at a point where he has to get around the move prediction ability. So he uses the gum gum space out to do basically the whole instinct king thing that Captain Kuro was doing. But Luffy isn't good at it, though, because he's not actually berserker enough to attack on instinct. So he starts uh, then pretending that he's attacking the ship. But act, but this actually ends up hitting Kamianru because he's his uh, attacks are bouncing off the ship wildly, and since there's no like intent or anything, there's nothing for Kamianru to read. So he gets hit by some of the uh, uh, by some of the bouncing hits, and we're, we're starting which, to get these. Which yeah, I want to point ahead. out that um, Luffy, when going to this like fighting the the ship form of just instinct mode uh they call it gum gum octopus which i just find super charming anyways Inaru gets like punched yeah he gets he gets punched we get we've been, we're starting to get these three quarter page panel these three quarter spread panels it's like a new art trend that oda's starting so now it's where uh on a two-page spread three quarters of a of it is taken up by some by some panel and then we've got smaller ones around it like like you said, this now provides the opening to start beating on a uh, Kami Enru, who like all the vassals has kind of a glass jaw. Like the second you hit him, he he goes down. So you can just keep beating on him. Yeah, what's what's pain? You're making him bleed his own blood. <laughs> it's never happened. But unlike the vassals, Kami Enru then just gets up and he's like, "This is nothing." And he has this whole speech about how once uh, Luffy is gone, there'll be nothing that can oppose him. Uh, since obviously this is like a one-off thing and he will rule the world as the omnipotent kami so kind of again he's big on being worshipped but also it's like i mean you got hit by that sea prism stone from wiper earlier like there's there's all this uh this focus on you know you don't actually know everything that's out there and it's almost like the opposite where where Crocodile was telling Luffy, like, you have no idea how insignificant you are. Now it's Luffy telling Kami and Kami that. <laughs> yes. That you have no idea what's out there. You think you think I'm the monster. There's there's a there are tons of people who can beat you out there. So Luffy then gets the gold he's searching for. And with the bullshit forge ability, a bunch of the gold on the ship gets turned into a ball around Luffy's fist. So his fist is now trapped in a giant ball of gold. <laughs> it's very good. It's it's uh, such not bullshit. Definitely not bullshit. It's and then he just kicks Luffy. And then he, you know, he throws the ball over the edge, which pulls Luffy over. He's like, all right, Nami, time to go. Nami gives this great speech that, you know, if she got everything she wanted, but she lost the crew... She wouldn't want those things anymore. And she basically like calls him out 
for trying to live this whole dream, this dream of his while leaving behind his crew and his people, you know, basically calling it, you know, basically, like, you know, you're 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 not even going to want this when you get to the end. Yeah, he's going to be all alone. Yep. He, he gave up his buddies. Don't give he up, up your Nakama. You don't do it. He, he did. And that that's why they're gone. None of them are back. I mean, partially because like Robin threw them over a cliff or <laughs> Chopper had them sink in a swamp. But that's neither here just because they're dead. That's either here nor there. <laughs> also, it I also just realized like Satori got knocked out and then we just left him for a day. Like, you know, went back and got him. Yeah, <laughs> Satori like was like, oh, like probably woke up and was like, oh, realizing like, you know, what? I'm out of here. Them and their balls just left. Yeah, he's left with his balls. Like, he, what, that, whatever happened to him? You know, the moment Satori like left is when Skypea stopped being fun. They brought the fun and they took it away. How could they? Just the brief moment of fun was just Satori. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, speaking of Usopp and Sanji, Kodas uh, <laughs> gets back to the. How's that for a transition? Kodas <laughs> gets back to the Marigo and finds them missing. And so the start of the next chapter, flashback, Sanji and Usopp wake up. So uh, Usopp, with his surprised Oda mouth, watches the Ark rise out of the Vars. Uh, Sanji is some, somehow, with his uh, keen eyes, saw that Nami was not only on the deck of the Ark, she's once again not wearing a shirt. Uh, <laughs> she's, in her, she's in her bikini top again. So they're going to go up to the Ark and rescue her. Kami Eneru tells Nami her little speech isn't very smart. Um, almost as dumb as the two rats who just got on board the ship. So, you know, that's our indication, like, Usopp and Sanji are on the ship. So he sends, like, these, like, lazy lightning bolts Nami's way, and she's dodging it. And he's like, you know, I'm under no obligation to wait for these would-be rescuers. So she reaches for her climate baton. Uh, so, so she's going to show that off. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she's she's definitely going to show that off. And this will <laughs> be this will be the fight that makes us respect the climate baton, right? No. No, it won't be. Spoiler, it won't be. Just no. So anyway, we see uh, the Skypeans and even the Shandians start to like evacuate. Um, and Isa finds Luffy uh, struggling to hold up the gold ball. So, all right, we're going to go find Robin. So uh, Nami is actually able to use the climate baton to redirect the lightning, but she's only able to do it as long as Kamienru isn't serious. And for whatever reason, even though she's insulted him, he's just like yeah like not being serious yeah why does a god have to take such like this is nothing to a god yeah i think it's consistent with their character at least uh just i would have at this point would have assumed that they would have just been like i'm done but clearly they wanted to wait for for uh and sanji they're very theatrical they can't not wait so he's having fun. Yeah, like he's like, I shouldn't wait. But also. But also. Anyway, Usopp uh Usopp fires his exploding star at the Great Kami. And because he knows it's coming, because of the mantra, uh, he blocks it the same way he does Wiper's uh rocket launcher with like the uh the thunderclap thing. But his the thing is his face are are not is not amused. So the fact that he still fires like lazy lightning bolts at Nami and Usopp, who are you know, struggling around, like doing their best to dodge them is kind of he like he doesn't look like he's having fun. No. And where did Sanji go? Yeah, I actually have a note. Sanji is still nowhere to be found. So uh, they then get to the waiver. Oh, they see a waiver on the deck and they start to go towards it. But then, you know, 
teleport Kamianru's in the way. And then Sanji, out of nowhere, jump kicks into the lightning staff attack uh, that was going their way to let uh, Nami and Usopp get away. And uh, he's got, like, his cigarette and uh, this, you know, the completely zapped Sanji gives this, like, badass line about thanks for the light. Yeah, he's like, I was just thinking how I wanted a light collapse. What a fucking badass yeah the, the arc starts <laughs> to break because it turns out sanji was sabotaging the ship the whole time so he gets like thrown over but nami and usopp have the waiver so they're able to catch him robin has moved on like following the ship and she's like it seems to be moving towards the bell tower which is at the top of the beanstalk go figure um so luffy finds robin at the beanstalk and uh he hears her muttering that Kami that Kami Enru is going to the bell tower at the top of the beanstalk. So that's where Luffy's going. He starts climb running with the ball in his arm up the beanstalk. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like not Robin could help him. Like she could lift him up with arms and stuff, but she doesn't. Nah, she she doesn't. She's too busy carrying Zoro. Yeah. And like Nami and the rest of the crew meet back up with Robin. And then the uh uh the the sky opens up and we've got like the sky laser barrage beginning. So the evacuation is now going very poorly. Wiper, Ganfor, and Zolo now wake up, and we get a flashback from Wiper to a story of Noland that will probably be relevant to the secret of the bell, because, you know, sure, why not? You know, like Robin couldn't have given us this flashback. But anyway, it's it's the it's the story of how Noland and the Shandian warrior Kalgara became best friends. And and I'm going to give this prediction now. If this flashback doesn't result in Wiper heading up and helping Luffy 2v1 Kamienaru, then this entire flashback is pointless. It's not pointless, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Because it has all these themes about how Noland and Kalgara like don't trust each other, but become friends and, and, you know, how someone from from the Blue Sea could help the Shandians. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. If, if we don't get payoff for it, it'll really be annoying because <laughs> it'll be like all the rest of the Shandian stuff in Skypiea. So anyway, we, we we're we're hundreds of years ago and Nolan is able to hear a, is is traveling in a storm is able to hear a bell through the storm. While all the Shandians are suffering a plague. So can we take a pause real quick? And do you remember how Nolan was depicted in Jaya in the in the children's story? Oh, yeah, he was he was depicted as tiny, like a lot like, you know, a, a tiny little like impish guy. And and he is not like this at all. No, no. Uh, our our good boy, Mont's Blanc Nolan is a buff Chad <laughs> with an onion on his head and still looks fucking badass it's dad bod zoro is what it zolo is what it is so that's good. what he looks like that's the best way i can describe it is dad bod zolo but yeah i mean i i i'm not surprised by the shift because like the whole point of the children's book is it was meant to make fun of him so obviously he's going to depict him badly yeah 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 it's but i i was just not expecting like such a i was thinking of a different like you know i was expecting like scrawny boy luffy or asanji not a not a buff daddy zoro like character but regardless i'm here for it i'm down let's go nolan yeah he's got like a whole he's got a whole crew and they land 
and they recognize, oh, man, like these people all have tree fever. Uh, there's a bunch of tree fever out there. Man, it's a good thing we have a bit of the vaccine. Yeah. And it's good that like Nolan's a botanist. Like he's a scientist. And like a bunch of his crew. Uh, he has like doctors on his crew. Always have a doctor. That's another thing. He's also kind of like buff, uh, like buff chopper. He's buff chop. He he's just chopper always in his like uh muscle form. Yeah, fused with fused with Zolo. Fused with Zolo. Anyway, the the Shandians in, with their like weird Aztec aesthetic, um, are gonna sacrifice a girl to to one of the giant like sky catfish anacondas. And Nolan sees this and he slices its head off. Which, of course, causes an international incident. <laughs> so Calgara starts fighting Nolan. And we, we get these like this ceremonies, barbaric speeches. And that are in the year 2020 plus X are, are in retrospect, really kind of problematic. But we're not going to touch that. Anyway, uh, Nolan goes to swear to drive out the evil spirit from the village. And uh, oh, man, isn't that convenient? He finds a tree that they can make the vaccine from. So uh, the ground starts to split, which is um, a sign soon, which I feel like is a sign soon. Like the knockup will eventually like launch the shandians to the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he gets he gets trapped in the fissure and like Nolan and Calgara, like Calgara gets there and they start yelling at each other. And, you know, Nolan tips his onion fedora about how, you know, blindly following gods is bad. And he, uh, you know, a baby sky catfish anaconda shows up. It's like, haha, it's going to judge you. So Nolan explains this whole backstory about how his village was ravaged by the tree fever. But a South Blue scientist discovered you could make a medicine from the tree bark. So, yeah, trial, trial, uh, science beats tribal gods. Calgara ends up uh, b- deciding to believe him and save Nolan. And he kills the snake. He's choosing to take a chance on science. And, you know, like, yay, it, it, everyone is saved. Everyone parties. So we, we get a new chapter where there's a grandchild snake that everyone starts raising, which I'm guessing is going to be the snake from uh, for, that we actually encounter in Skypea. But it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it they, they state that it takes like hundreds of years for them to get really big. It's a baby snake. So it could be the same one. We don't know. It probably is, though. I like to think it is. Yeah. Snake has seen it all. They've been there from the beginning. Snake. Well, you know, and now Snake is dead. <laughs> nah, just unconscious. Just unconscious. It's fine. <laughs> don't think about it. Yeah. So uh, Calgara take, decides, like, you know, why not? I'll take my new best friend to see, like, the bell and, like, the whole area is covered in gold. Uh, but the Shandians are really protecting the Poneglyph by the bell. And he's like, for whatever reason, in the past, the city was almost destroyed in an attempt by enemies to destroy the Poneglyph. Uh, meta plot, meta plot, meta plot, meta plot, meta plot. So they also, importantly, they have a gift for Noland, an eternal pose to the island that came from an invader, which once again raises the question of how eternal poses get made. Why did this come from an invader? Like, what? how are eternal poses made oh poses you know if the invaders were that long ago how long have log poses been around are they not like a modern technology so anyway glossing all that aside relations suddenly turn hostile uh you know it's like it might just be because they're over saying they're welcome by a month but you know this is this basically becomes a chapter and a half of two best friends won't talk to each other for no reason to with like a misunderstanding so 
for for whatever reason, the bell won't ring anymore. And Kalgara hates Noland. And we we eventually find out that they're angry because Noland's crew cut down a sacred grove of trees uh, that they believed like their ancestors like spirits were in. Uh, but Nolan's crew cut it down because the trees were infected with the tree sickness. So they were only trying to help them and like stop there from being another outbreak. After a chapter of everyone being like super obtuse about all this. Yeah, the the buffer chapter. Yeah, a buffer chapter. One of the villagers figures it out. Uh, and so everything, uh, everyone goes, oh, well, that's that's OK, then. Like and then they ring the bell. Yeah, and then they ring the bell and the bell works now. Um, and Nolan sails off and Calgar promises to ring the bell to guide Nolan back. And that's the end of chapter 291. Because that's that and that that'll be our foreshadowing. Is this is this the end of the flashback? Hey, nope. Oh, no. <laughs> There's the rest of the flashback. Nolan coming back and finding the island gone. <laughs> kind of. Because if it is, the fact that it's Wiper's flashback, it kind of leads in that whole, like, how do you know about the parts of the story you weren't there for so, type of so, things? Um, so remember the narration panels that are a little different that look like ripped page or like worn pages? Yes. We have that at the beginning of this. So this is the omniscient narrator that told us about the weird scientists at the beginning of Jaya, the same thing that is the the perspective so we're so we as the audience are seeing the actual story wiper is getting kind of probably the abridged version so like wiper is just remembering hey calgar and noland were a thing and like whatever story he remembered but we're not getting the story he remembers we're getting the true story yeah we're which getting... means that we're not actually getting a perspective into his mind no <laughs> but <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> isn't one piece good matt but that's the end of our reading isn't it good don't you love skypea so far i've been enjoying it uh as as much as my criticism i'm kind of i'm really hedging so much on the payoff in the next reading (laughs) to give a final verdict and i'd I'd always kind of thought like you know the the kami and eneru fight would be how where i judge skypea because i'd always heard that that was like an anti-climax so I mean, we'll see, but I mean, I will we'll go over like the retrospective of how we feel about Skypea and like Enru as a villain. Yeah, I'm not even going to keep doing the Kami anymore. He he doesn't deserve it anymore. <laughs> no, after at, at after point, failing. Yeah, we don't know what rubber is like. Pff, what kind of what kind of Kami doesn't know about rubber? Everyone else seemed to remember Enru is the only one who did, didn't question Luffy being rubber. Yeah. Everyone else is like, oh, they're rubber? What the weird, but okay. They accept it. And is like rubber. I don't what the fuck is rubber. That's made up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Rubber isn't real, guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got ratioed by a fucking rock uh like ten chapters ago. <laughs> Wipe wiper gotcha, bro. Like Yeah. <laughs> anyways what we will need to go over real quick though is the cool chart we got at the end of 280 yep so here the chart is it has uh three columns paramethia type zoentype and logia type and then it has every fruit that we have seen in order of appearance so for paramethia you know top left we start off with the gum gum fruit 
the very first fruit we see. Yo ho ho took a bite Yo of gum. Yo ho ho took a bite of gum. That's, gum. that's definitely Luffy, right? That's Luffy's fruit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have the chop chop fruit, that's Buggies. We have the slip slip fruit, that's Alvita's. We have the bomb bomb fruit, that's Mr. Five. We have the kilo kilo fruit, that was Miss Monday, Saturday. Uh, Miss Whatever Miss. It was Miss, Miss Monday, probably, or Miss Valentine. No, it wasn't Miss Valentine's. Miss Valentine's. No, she was the still mall, a day, right? Yeah, Valentine's. Uh, no, Merry Christmas is the mall. Merry Christmas uh, is the mall. But uh, th- this was back when they were still doing days, because then Robin yeah, came so out with Monday. all Sunday. Yeah, so we we then get the the kilo kilo fruit. Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah, the kilo kilo fruit. That was hers. Then the wax wax fruit, Mister Three. Mister Three, our boy, our mech wearing boy. Our, uh, yeah, Mr. Three. We then get the Munch Munch fruit for, uh, uh, Wapple. The clone clone fruit for Mr. Two Bon Clay. Bon Clay. Our beautiful, beautiful swan boy. The flower flower fruit for Miss All Sunday Robin. Oh, yeah, I guess we didn't get the reveal during, um. Yeah, we didn't get the reveal back during Whiskey Peak. We we don't, we didn't get the name because it um it actually really does a good job of hiding what her power is. It almost is was like a kind of telekinesis the way uh, she did it. What foresight? Uh, well, it, it kind of plays off a lot like how when Buggy's first introduced with the chop chop fruit, like um it's it's hidden. But then we have the dice dice fruit, which was uh, Mr. One and the spike spike fruit, which was Miss Doublefinger, which is still not a day or holiday. I mean, not yet. They're really working toward it. Uh, after crocodiles like revolution they were going to make it a national holiday i i guess um yeah that was yeah she was she was ang- <laughs> she was on that arbor day uh, arbor day scam. Yeah. Yeah. uh we get the bind bind fruit which was i don't remember her name but it was like the step on me mommy admiral um the one that wasn't like the one that was um full body and uh django were working for yeah we fought him leaving skypea yeah her uh, the boing boing fruit, which was our boy Bellamy, our our boy. No, that's fucking just ah, Bellamy. Boy. What Be- Bell- do you like Bellamy? I mean, Bellamy's great. I do like, I like Bellamy, Bellamy, but as a not character. like yeah. Like I like Bellamy. They're great, but I also fucking hate Bellamy. Fuck Bellamy. What an asshole. But I love. Okay, him. I love I love Luffy styling. On Bellamy. <laughs> How about that? Can we say that? I'm here for that. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I love Bellamy as a character for sure. They're, I was about to say charming. They're just a delight every time they show up. It's a delight. What do you mean every time they show up? He, he definitely went home in shame and never showed up again. We, we move, but that's the end of our Paramethias. We move over to Zoan type. We have the ox ox fruit bison mode with Dalton. The human human fruit with a uh, Tony Tony chopper. chopper. Uh, we have the tweet tweet fruit uh, Falcon model with Pal, who is definitely still alive. Totally, totally alive. We've seen it. So totally alive. We have the diggy diggy fruit, and that's um, Miss Merry Christmas. The mutt mutt fruit Dashan model, which was what their gun ate. <laughs> their gun ate it. They were their gun was such a good gun that they gave it a treat. And now uh, it's whole, sentient, kind of. Or I think it's it's no, definitely it was alive. a sentient gun. It, <laughs> was, it was described as a, as a living gun. That it's ate it's the definitely fruit. alive. And it was before it ate the fruit, which was important. And we haven't we haven't answered that since. Don't don't worry. Stay tuned. 
We'll eventually get an answer, I hope. I okay. Uh, we the, and then finally on the zone type is the horse horse fruit, which is what Ganfer's bird ate to become a Pegasus, <laughs> which is so fucking funny. Well, it's like how Chopper ate the human fruit. You know, it's not a, it's not a human that ate the reindeer fruit. It's a reindeer that ate a human fruit. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. so good that like like Chopper like okay yeah like animal to human like okay that makes sense animal to other animal but you keep the characteristics which also explains why Chopper keeps certain like characteristics of their deer form which is mostly they just become anamorphic deer man and this bird becomes a Pegasus with a beak still or no they don't have a beak they they have a regular horse head but like it yeah. feels beakish but like it's just a nice detail to know like hey. Animals can have zoan fruits and they in that whoever has like whoever has a zone fruit, they keep like an aspect of their original form, whatever that might be, be it human, reindeer, bird. And I think that's nice to show us because that's that would be a question some people might have. And it got answered to just an, a, a thing that exists. No one had the question out loud in the show. And it didn't have to be just like, oh, yeah, they keep their their wings because they're bird. It just like it makes sense. Bird turn the horn. They keep their wings. Makes sense. Just like how the, the gun could still fire grenades. Yeah, it was it was a rocket launcher first. And then you talked about fruit, of course. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think it's important, though, that it's a bird that ate a horse fruit rather than a horse ate a bird fruit, because we, we get told back with pal that there are only like five flying Zoans. So and, and he's one of them. So that means like if Ganfor's bird had been one of the other five, it's like, OK, we've we've used up two of the five already. And then we, t- we talked about the Logias earlier, but, you know, Plume Plume is Smoker, Flame Flame is Ace, Sand Sand Crocodile, Rumble Rumble is is Enel. So we've only seen four of those. Yeah, we haven't seen many Logias, which it seems like Paramecias are the most common. Yeah, they're also the most strange ones. Then we got Zoans. They make sense. They're just animals or human fruit i guess and then we have lokias humans are an animal which are like we've seen four we've seen six zoans and we've seen like 10 plus paramecia at this point but also at the bottom is a footnote like you know the logia type which can change its shape into something found in nature seems to rank higher than the other types so that right there is also telling us logias will always be a like a some some natural thing and that they are considered to be uh, ranked higher doesn't necessarily mean stronger, just a higher, higher rank, whatever rank means. Yeah, it, it, it's those who tend to have Logias tend to be pretty powerful. And I mean, if you can just become like smoke or sand, like how do you hurt that without like a way to do what, like, say, like Luffy did with Crocodile, get Crocodile wet or with an L, like it just, I guess, bring a lot of rubber bullets. I don't know. Or wood. Or wood. I guess wood. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 yeah. Really, just not metal. Oh no, you're you're going to fight Smoker. Bring a vacuum. <laughs> just just bring just bring a, just bring an impact dial. You're fine. Yeah, exactly. Bring a, bring a fan dial. You're yeah, good. Bring a fan dial. Bring one. Of, yeah, we have an air dial that sucks up and yeah. blows out air. We, we got it. We even have a jet dial. <laughs> well, yeah, 
Anyway, <laughs> man, you know Log- Logia, man. We got we got now Logia's dials. Logias are nothing. We got an upgrade, boys. Let's go. Who wins, Superman or Batman with prep time? <laughs> prep time every time. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to go on uh, or the add to uh, the wonderful chart questions? Uh, things you're looking forward to, like what questions do you have so far that you hope to get answered in the long term series? I, I want a little more explanation beyond what NL kind of said about like retaining the form, like a little more verification on that or if there's something beyond it, because like, is there a limit to what devil fruits can be? Um, a lot of the devil fruits in the Paramethea have also exerted some kind of. Well, both both Paramethea and Logia have exerted a kind of control over whatever they are so like they have a kind of domain but and i what does it mean to have yeah i think we we've seen the difference actively um and i think it's fine to share so if loki is they can not only control their body as if it was the the thing so in this case let's say crocodile uh they're able to turn to sand but they're Mm -hmm. also able to produce sand right they're able to create sandstorms and control sand entirely right so sand that's near them they can control we've also seen them just kind of create more sand from their body right like they're the desertification power yeah yeah so they're able to create and manipulate and their body is that thing paramecia it's kind of one of those things like luffy their body is rubber but they can't make rubber they don't control rubber they just are rubber i was going to say the chop chop fruit that's, I guess, a body manipulation aspect of Lokia, where your body is just always in a chop state, similar to Luffy. Um, but the Kilo Kilo, that one affects also their body. Have we introduced a devil fruit that's not? Oh, the the flower, the flower fl- fruit. Flower, They're yeah. able to. I was going to say the she makes hands. She makes hands, but they're just they're just hands. They can't mutate their hands they can just grow hands on hands on hands i don't, which is I don't know it looks pretty mutated to me <laughs> they're, they're just drawn really stretchy it's fine i um, they're they're drawn out of cronenberg's nightmares oh we have the munch munch fruit that can affect other things well that's the munch munch factory yes yeah we have the munch munch factory which can create sentient horrors from beyond our from beyond our world <laughs> It's terrifying. But yeah, but, it um, seems like every Logia comes with, I control this element and I have some adjacent to that element bullshit. <laughs> so like the sand sand fruit can also just desertification absorb water because fuck you. The rumble rumble fruit can just start to reforge metal because fuck you. <laughs> because fuck you, it's cool. Uh, sometimes it's just because it's cool, um, but we we might get an answer to it. We do get an answer to it. Stay tuned. All right, I am. I'm looking forward. Uh, to but that. granted, it doesn't. I don't know if that answer applies to it, but we'll find out. Stay tuned, mystery tool. <laughs> Mis- mystery tools. Uh, thank you, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so I, I I'm interested to see how we end Skypea. I already kind of said my my prediction with Wiper for the end fight. And that is something where I legitimately don't know. I, as far as I'd been told about the Edel, about the Edel fight, I thought that when we got that panel, uh, like the big open mouth panel, that that was basically the end of the fight. 
So I'm I'm surprised it's going on this long. But just from like foreshadowing in this, I'm that's my that's kind of my called shot at this point. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. Some people already know whether I am. This thing's like dude, 20 years old. Yeah, I, I think this arc was like 20 years ago. Yeah. So uh, where where are we setting sail for next? Oh, we're setting sail to the end of Skypea. The final chapter of Skypea. Are you are you just excited? Are you excited to be out of here? I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you delaying it. <laughs> don't don't worry. Um, we're Antissa. going to Antissa. Patient. Oh, I can't wait for you to be one of my favorite characters. Um, our chapters are going to be 292 to 303. So we're going through Skypea and reading the first chapter of the next arc. Long Ring Longland. I feel like Long is in there twice, and that makes the island name kind of long. And I am already tired of that pun <laughs> yeah it's a bit of a stretch is it a long arc <laughs> you could say it's uh it's a bit lengthy does it seem to go in circles no it's a pretty it's a pretty linear path all right no we're done with that okay we are no we, we still need to get through the end of this bullshit all right we are setting sail Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas. <laughs>